0: Do you dream That the world will know your name So tell me your name
1: So often you find that students you're trying to inspire are the ones that end up inspiring you. Sean Junkins. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the SU2G podcast, Step Up to Greatness, your podcast home for tips, tricks, life hacks, motivation, inspiration, and stories, all geared to equip you with the tools to move you forward towards a life of greatness. I am Dustin Gruss, certified professional coach, personal trainer, motivational, and public speaker. Of course, here at Step Up to Greatness, we prefer the term greatness facilitator. I believe we all have greatness within us or a life of greatness out there waiting for us. And I want to help you get there to the healthiest and happiest version of yourself. We have a fantastic episode for you today, so let's get to it. Now, this is a special episode for me because in the past, when I've done interviews, they've been with people who helped me or inspired me with the things they were already doing on their own. Today's guest, I had the privilege of being a part of a new chapter of his life a couple years ago as his personal trainer. He has since moved forward with adopting his healthy lifestyle with clean eating and inspiring others to do so as well. And if you see his before and after pics, you will see what I mean. Aside from transforming his health, he is one half of Cleveland's hot new real estate team, Jake and Yub, focusing not just on real estate, but also lifestyle and more. Jake Glatz, thank you so much for coming on today. How are you doing?
2: Hey, Dustin, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me.
1: How are you uh, doing, hold, holding up in the whole uh, coronavirus thing going on here?
2: You know, it's it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Um definitely seen uh my place a little bit cleaner than uh previous time. So I guess that's a
1: plus. <laughs> that that's definitely one plus. We're uh we've definitely been picking up different things around here and and uh trying to be a little bit more organized and it's given me a, a break from my normal work to uh focus on building content here and I'm so glad that part of my content is having you on. Thank you. <laughs> Um, first off, tell me about this new venture of yours, Jake and Yub, Real Estate, Lifestyle, and More. I remember back when we were training, Yub seemed to be working pretty heavily with his own team within Howard Hanna. What led you to to teaming up this way? So
2: when Yub and I first started in real estate, you know, we both uh, wanted to try it on our own, like separately, um, but at the same time. And uh, while we did that... We get to learn about ourselves, you know, what systems work best for us, how we talk with people, how we go about our own operations, how we run our own businesses. And, uh, you know, once we got our feet wet uh, for about the first three, four years, uh, we decided um, it would be uh, the right time now to team up. Um, It just made sense that, you know, since we're married, living in the same house and everything, that we would just, you know, work together. Um and, uh, you know, kind of divide and conquer. Um, And, uh, you know, we live in downtown Cleveland, and uh, we focus more on the uh, west side or like Tremont, uh, Ohio City, Lakewood areas. And uh, it's going actually really well. Um, We've been, uh, you know, collaborating on marketing efforts on how we go about Uh, different systems we have, you know, from open houses to meetings that we have with buyers and sellers. And uh, it's actually coming together uh, very well, very seamlessly, actually.
1: So are you guys finding any uh, times that you're clashing a little bit more, mixing uh, business and home life together, or is that still pretty seamless and working together well?
2: Um, I would say, uh, you know, like anyone who's working with their spouse or, you know, or working on a team or working with other people in general, you know, you're going to have your differences. Um, But where it really comes down to is how you can resolve those, how you can come to um, a happy middle ground uh, and figure out what solution is going to be the best. Uh, So, yeah, you know, we've we try to keep work uh, outside of home. Um, but, you know, as a real estate agent, that's not always possible. And, uh, you know, sometimes you're working, uh, early in the morning, sometimes late at night. Um, but when we're home and we're, you know, just relaxing, uh, we do, uh, our best not to bring work into the matter, you know, just leave that, uh, out so we can have that separation. We can have that, um, that disassociation from, you know, home and work.
1: Awesome. Um, so the lifestyle and more part of your business, are these services you offer or is it more of a social media influencer idea?
2: Um, it's going to be more of a, a social media influencer, uh, type of idea. Um, you know, when, when we were looking at how we can rebrand ourselves uh, and come out as this emerging um, real estate couple, you know, we were looking around online uh, at our colleagues and um, you know within our own company and within other Cobrooks and you know seeing how people are um branding themselves and we're seeing a lot of agents out there that are doing um just solely real estate or people i'm connected to on social media where everything they post is about real estate and quite honestly as much as i love real estate it gets boring very fast so with the whole lifestyle thing you know we want to you know show people that we're more than just realtors. We are human beings. We, you know, love to cook. We like to bake, um, working out, clean eating, meal prepping, traveling. Um, what we enjoy, you know, as people uh, outside of work. Um, so you know, we keep things, you know, mixed up a little, interested. Um, you know, we're still focused around real estate, but we do throw in other aspects of our own life in there uh, to, you know, uh, give people other content uh, to enjoy.
1: That's awesome that you're bringing that to it. And it, it definitely can be a little bit more, I guess, boring or numbing or whatever term you use, like just focusing on just business, business, business. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely like your guys approach on that. So Thanks. Hats, hats off to you guys on that. <laughs> now, before you got into real estate, you and Yub met at an interesting place. Why don't you tell us about that?
2: Yeah. Uh, so both Yub and I, uh, have backgrounds in hospitality. Uh, so we both have our bachelor's, uh, in culinary arts management. Uh, we graduated from the Culinary Institute of America in Hyde Park, New York, about an hour and a half North of uh, New York city. Uh, that's where we met. Um, that's where we started dating, uh, and, uh, you know, working in hospitality. Um, we, uh, we really had a, like a really big connection right there over food, beverage, wine, stuff like that. Um, and it was really enjoyable, um, before, you know, uh, we decided to switch careers and, you know, it's been a a good transition and, um, we're, we're very happy with all that.
1: Now, what made you decide not to pursue a career in culinary arts. And do you ever get the itch to do something more with that background or do you enjoy it being more of a hidden skill hobby kind of thing?
2: Uh, I definitely enjoy it as a hidden skill and hobby. Um, You know, after uh, college um, or we went to college, uh, not just for food um, and learning how to cook, but we actually both went uh, to the front of the house side aspect of the whole entire hospitality world. Uh, you know when we were living in New York City, um, I worked my way up in a fine dining restaurant uh, to assistant dining room manager. Um, and Yub was uh, waiting on tables and bartending at another um, high-end restaurant. Um, so we, uh, we decided that you know after feeling kind of burnt out um, you know from me working in uh, hospitality for 10 and a half years, um, moving back to Cleveland, working as a food and beverage manager in a hotel, uh, you know, I definitely got burned out, you know, working my, you know, 60, 70 hours a week and, uh, really just needed a change.
1: And what made you decide on real estate at that time? Um, cause I know back, oh, I want to say it's probably 2013 was the, the crash, uh, the real estate crash and stuff. Cause uh, I was.
2: The the real estate crash was in two thousand seven to mid two thousand nine. But uh, what made me choose real estate um, was uh, I've always had an uh, a liking for real estate. Always, I was always interested in it. Um, my dad and stepmom they own a, a company where they renovate homes. Uh, they they're landlords. They own several properties. Um, and I remember as a kid, you know, look. Uh, looking in the uh, local newspaper every weekend on Saturday and looking at all the recent transfers uh, when they would post them and uh, look at the price and the city they were in. Um, And then, um, you know, as I was growing older, you know, helping my dad and stepmom, um, you know, with their current projects, uh, whether if it's painting or doing yard work, you know, minimal jobs that a teenager couldn't really mess up. Um, so i've always had a liking for real estate i just didn't do anything with it until um you know i felt the need to uh, uh, switch careers
1: i have no idea why i thought 2013 my math was totally off because i was i was saying at a time when i came back from Florida when it was actually before i went to Florida and that's why my years were all off man like <laughs> like, wow like so i was in i got into real estate uh let's see 13 years ago and that's how it worked out for me is it crashed right after i got into real estate so uh again good on you guys for uh riding the wave and, and being where you are now and i mean 10 hours or i'm sorry 60 hours a week and hospitality i that, that couldn't have been easy so no, no um, not at all.
2: It, it eats you alive and uh, spits you back out.
1: Well, you guys definitely have the personalities for real estate. Um, that's one of the reasons why I decided to get back into it or get into it back in the day um, is because of the gentleman that sold uh, the house I grew up in uh, just didn't have the personality that he was just. Focusing on the sale, focusing on the commission and stuff. And and it was really uncomfortable knowing that. I mean, granted, it was my parents working with them, but just knowing how unhappy my parents were with, with everything, how it worked out, Yeah, uh, you know, it's part of the reason why I got into it. But of course, the market crashed, it led me down different directions, and here I am now. But hey, I'm um, glad you guys are finding that success with it now. Um, so back to the culinary school, it of course took place, uh, you know, our North of New York city, like I said. Um, and I know you guys lived in New York city and back when I was training you, I know you had the itch to move back to New York yeah. city. Now yep. this, this last year you moved into a gorgeous home in downtown Cleveland. It's not quite the same. I know, I know, <laughs> but how is that pacifying that itch? Um, and do you have a strategy or plan in place on how to get back to New York City?
2: Oh gosh, um, you know that's a quite a loaded question. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I definitely, I definitely miss New York City. Um, it, it honestly feels like home to me. Um, you know, I, I love Ohio, I love Cleveland, but the few times I've been back to New York City since I moved away, uh, it really felt like I had never left. And, um, I feel so comfortable being there, you know, living downtown. Um, it definitely helps me have that, uh, that city feel, um, that I've been uh, yearning for. And, uh, you know, it's definitely not on the, the same caliber as New York city, cause I don't think anywhere in the world does, but, um, you know, I have the downtown living, I have, you know, the, the walkability, um, the buildings, you know, the skyline, uh, people out and about. Um, So it definitely, you know, helps satisfy that uh, to some extent. Um, As for a plan getting back to New York, you know, that's a good question. I don't know. I'll have to wait to see how that uh, pans out. (laughs) All right.
1: All right. I know I I never figured myself for a downtown person. The closest I came, I lived in downtown Orlando, of course, for three years, and and I, I like those aspects too. The walkability, uh, everything is you know just within a walk away, um, you know, or some other mode of transportation. Orlando was cool because they had uh, go karts that would take you places. They called them o karts that would fit like five people in them. Um, that oh, were fun. Pretty- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they were pretty neat. And what was real nice there for us was right outside our downtown apartment was the um where most of the uh o-carts would charge their go-carts. There was a until mm. outlet. so we always had like one right there waiting for us if we were in a hurry to get somewhere downtown. So, yeah. And plus when they were coming back at towards the end of night, they saw us walking they would stop by and pick us up for free and like hey we're already heading that way we'll give you a ride down there so that was always pretty convenient. Um now aside from New York City, you and Yub love to travel. I uh, sure do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean who doesn't love to travel? Um aside from the actual traveling part, you know, the the plane ride, train ride, whatever. Oh, that's but- the fun. <laughs> For, for some, for some, you know, for bigger guys like me and stuff like, you know, if you don't fly, uh, if you don't get a, the emergency first, exit seat or first class, first class, like you're, yeah, you're pretty cramped in there and I'm I'm not in that first class living yet. So um, what's been the most exotic place you've been and uh, another side of it, maybe it's the same thing, your favorite place you've traveled to? Um,
2: the most exotic place that we traveled to was a couple of years ago we were in Thailand. Um, we were uh, in Phuket, Thailand, and um, over on the uh, western coast. And uh, it was it was really uh, amazing and uh, kind of you know, an eye-opening experience uh, to see how people in a completely completely different culture than what we live, what we live and have here, Um, how they go about their daily lives and um, you know it's uh, such an interesting place from the food and the architecture to the social norms to um, just the scenery and everything it was just it was absolutely gorgeous Um, but at the same time you know it was uh, quite um, a stark difference uh, with um, you know it's a third-world country um, and, you know, they definitely rely on people like us, you know, to tour, um, but nonetheless, uh, everyone was very friendly and it was, uh, amazing to be immersed into a different culture for a little bit. Um, my favorite place we traveled to actually, um, was last month. We were actually in Hawaii for 10 days and, uh, I would go back to Hawaii in a, in a heartbeat, um. I was a little hesitant about going, uh, just because it sounds like a very cliche place, you know, for Americans to go. Um, And uh, but uh, Yup's parents uh, wanted to meet us there, so uh, Honolulu was actually the halfway point between Seoul, Korea, and Cleveland, Ohio, right in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Wow! Right, and um, so uh, we were uh, on the Big Island for four days, uh, staying in. The Kona region um, and it's like a coffee connoisseur's uh, paradise and then um, on day five or day four we flew over on this really small plane over two islands to Oahu um, where Honolulu is and uh, the last six days we were with uh, his parents and that was one of my most favorite vacations ever.
1: I've never had the pleasure of going but I've definitely always wanted to go so that's uh that's a goal trip for me there um now i'm going to test here because you said you would go back there in a heartbeat Mm -hmm. hawaii or new york city new york city (laughs) all right
2: i didn't even have you didn't even need a second of me to think about that one
1: (laughs) i i noticed that right away so why would you say new york city over hawaii uh
2: well you know, I, I know the area. I know the city, um, or like areas of the city, really well. Um, you know, I've uh, family and friends that live there. Um, you know, there's a lot to do in New York City. Uh, you know, it's definitely not uh, paradise. You know, like Hawaii is, um, because like how you see Hawaii portrayed in movies and pictures, uh, TV, magazines. However, you know, however you want to put it that's exactly how Hawaii is. I mean, like no one's like sugarcoating it. Like Hawaii is exactly how it's was portrayed online, on film, everything. But, um, you know, living an Island life or being on an Island, you're stuck on an Island. Um, and it's a complete, and it's a, a very much of a different culture and, and, um, values they have there. You know, it's very much, um, just as far away from the mainland as it is from Western culture. To be honest with you, um, New York City, you know, it's a huge melting pot from everyone around the world, uh, different walks of life. You know, from over 160 languages spoken in in New York City alone. Um, you know, and everyone has their own story, uh, and the energy that a city has. You know, you can feel it. You know, running down the avenues and everywhere you look, and um, I don't know. There's just a sense of comfort with that
1: for me. That's a fantastic answer right there. I mean, you you should be a travel agent for New York city. You. <laughs> now uh, your real estate is of course a commission based business. So you're basically not getting paid until you sell or Correct. help or help buy a house. Mm-hmm. So, Considering that you guys are um, real estate, lifestyle, more, any suggestions for listeners on how to build a budget for planning their dream vacations or purchasing their dream home?
2: Yeah. Um, you know, when it comes to budgeting, um, it, it's probably one of the most boring things you can do. But, and it's also a very difficult thing to put, to force
1: yourself to sit down and look at that. Um we'll try to try spice it up here because we're trying to get people to listen, not turn it off. So. <laughs> okay. It
2: um, yeah, you know, for budgeting, uh, you know, we, we definitely uh, look at, you know, what kind of income we have and then we set aside um, a little bit uh, each month. And, uh, you know, at the beginning of each year, we look at what we, um, where we want to do, uh, where we want to go, uh, what we want to do. Um, and, you know, how far into the future we want to buy um, a house. And so from there, we're able to just break it down easily per month and then, you know, per paycheck. Um, And, uh, you know, I think that's the most reasonable and, like, the easiest way to go about it because when you set yourself up for a game plan like that, it is so easy to just follow it once you have it set in place and it will just happen.
1: Very well done. Awesome. Awesome. Um, any other suggestions for people as they're looking at, uh, buying their first home, what, what they should like current trends, things that they should be looking for things that they should be avoiding anything like that.
2: Yeah. Um, so, uh, my, my biggest thing that I tell people, you know, especially when I'm meeting first time home buyers, uh, is don't believe everything you see on like HGTV. Um, you know, there's a lot of realistic things you have to be looking at. And, uh, you know, especially when it comes to finding a real estate agent that works, you know, on your behalf um, and is able to be very upfront and honest with you. Uh, yeah, yeah, we all want to hear everything that we want to hear, but, you know, it's good to know, you know, everything about a house from like the structure to the mechanics, um, you know, and ultimately where you want to live. Uh, the number one thing for people, to understand is that um, your house should also be, you know, not just be what it, you know, what it looks like, but it also should be where you want your house to be. You know, location is the, the biggest thing um, that affects where people
1: uh, pick a house to buy. Excellent. What's going on, everyone? Dustin here again. Just wanted to thank you so much for tuning in. That's going to conclude part one of this interview with Jake talking about the lifestyle and business side of things as well as some real estate tips there for you make sure you tune in for the next episode when we discuss his lifestyle transformation uh, when it comes to his health and fitness a lot of great information there as well in the meantime keep moving forward and step up to greatness